All right, good to see everybody Saturday night, and we are live. 55 Minutes of Fury, welcome Rumble, welcome CTN, welcome BlackRobeTV.com, and everybody on Facebook, God bless you. 55 Minutes of Fury, so let's hop right to it. Sir Richard Taylor video, I kid you not, Justin Trudeau, play it for me. So when Canadians and friends from around the world stand for Ukraine, we are standing for Ukraine. But we are also standing for ourselves, for these values that have been undermined over the past years with the rise of authoritarianism, with attacks on the social cohesion because of excessive populism and over-nationalism. We have an opportunity now as a world to stand for what is right. This, of course, is the latest liberal tripe. We're going to start off with Ukraine tonight. Of course, Ukraine is also liberal tripe and simply a cover-up for all the vaccine atrocities that are now starting to spill out into the media. However, let me digress for a moment. They are also using, they'll use Ukraine. Of course, they use COVID. Of course, they use racism. The other thing that they're using now is their version of democracy. They're going to say that they are defenders and purveyors of democracy. All the people like Justin Trudeau, Kamala Harris, Joe Biden, everybody's a purveyor now of democracy. Let me just roll down Justin Trudeau's list. He is in favor of you having to show your papers, vaccine passports. He is in favor and did seize bank accounts. He's forced vaccinations. He forced maskings. He forced lockdowns. He forced uh, uh, vaccine mandates. He forced all of these things. And then he calls himself he calls himself a purveyor of democracy. He is all for internet and all sorts of censorship. Remember his unacceptable views comment. That's what all the liberals are doing right now. You have Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton and Justin Trudeau all coming together right now and speaking out for internet censorship and calling it democracy. So if you are for slaughtering the unborn to the tune of 41.2 million babies per year worldwide, if you are for all sorts of censorship, if you are for having to show your papers, if you are for locking people's bank accounts, if you are for vaccine mandates, lockdowns, forced masking, which they all are for, they will all say that is democracy and then attack you for being anti-democracy if you attack their version of democracy. It's all a game. It's the same sort of game that they play with racism. If you are simply just somebody who says, you know what, I am colorblind, I really don't care who gets the job as long as it's, as it's the best person, you are a racist. They just adopt terms that make no sense to the term and then attack you for attacking their version of the term. That's what you call gaslit propaganda. It's right out of Goebbels' handbook. It's right out of Mein Kampf where Hitler accused Remember who does all the accusing of the big lie. That's always the left. As Hitler was, they, they call him a right-wing extremist. He had, there was nothing right-wing about Adolf Hitler. He was a left-wing extremist. He was a communist. He was a fascist. He was a socialist. He got rid of the German church. His first, his first actual act as chancellor was to initiate a medical lockdown of the Jews. And then he accused the Jews of the big lie, just like the, just like the left is accusing us now uh, when we talk about the obviously fraudulent election that occurred in November of 2022. Back to Ukraine. Christia Freeland, who is 
Justin Trudeau's deputy prime minister, she says this, notice the terminology, and they're using the Ukraine. Again, it's so funny because they use the Ukraine as an example of democracy. Well, anybody who spends five minutes looking into it knows that the Ukraine is not a democracy. The Ukraine, you have Voldemar Zelensky, who has shut down all of his political opposition, arrested his political opposition, has shut down statewide media to to the tune of there's only one universal television station that is pro-Voldemar Zelensky. All others have been shut down. But yet you will hear Justin Trudeau, who, by the way, is very close friends with Voldemar Zelensky, both WEF, World Economic Forum, uh, Klaus Schwab, sycophants, both of them are very close friends. And you hear all the time, you know, Justin Trudeau, we're all in and they're all talking about democracy. So you have Justin Trudeau's deputy prime minister, Christia Freeland, saying the world's democracies will not stand. She, she says she's all for democracy. We will not stand idly by on the face of continued Russian aggression and war crimes. Today, Canada, a number of uh, and a number of our Democratic partners, the Democrat democracy, of course, walked out. These are all the all these alleged democracies. You can't buy, sell, trade or travel without showing your papers. You are mandated into vaccines. You are mandated into masking. They are all for mass censorship of disinformation and misinformation. Of course, who is the judge of the disinformation, misinformation, and hate speech? Who knows? But of course, all the disinformation will be any information that's against them. All the misinformation will be facts, and all the hate speech will be anybody who hates leftism. Canada and a number of our Democratic partners walked out of the G20 plenary when Russia sought to intervene. So Russia tries to talk to these people, but they will have none of it. And here they are right here. Now, I will just say, as I look at the picture, you see Christina Freeland, she's the dwarf in the middle, right next to the other dwarf, which is Janet Yellen, our Secretary of the Treasury. And we also have to ask, why is our Secretary of the Treasury over there? Why is our Secretary of the Treasury repeatedly speaking about climate change? You know, we need to ask these questions. But there they are. And I just ask, is this a group of leaders? I mean, look at these people. This is who's leading the free world. This is the G20 summit. These are all a bunch of leftist activists. We need to open up our eyes and start winning elections. Uh, here's the thing. You bring it back to me, Will. So here's the thing with it. And I, and I just say this, and I, and I say this to the Jenna Ellis's of the world, if you've been following her on Twitter, alleged you know, Trump attorney. It's no wonder, by the way, that Trump's, none of Trump's cases when it came to the 2020 fraudulent election, when he was defrauded out of that election, it's no wonder that he lost. That it was not even, he didn't even lose in court. It's no wonder if Jenna Ellis is one of your attorneys that a courtroom never saw any of his cases. It's no wonder because people like Jenna Ellis don't want to fight. They just sit there and they close their eyes. She's sitting there talking about free speech infractions because Ron DeSantis has said, you know what? Disney needs to pay their fair share in taxes. Disney has lost their special districting. Disney now has to pay all of their taxes. And she says that it's political retribution, political revenge, and a violation of their free speech. Their free speech, really? Has their free speech been taken away, Jenna Ellis? Their free speech has not been taken away. They can talk all they want. And by the way, it wasn't just their free speech. It wasn't just Disney coming out and saying, you know what, let's groom kids, which they basically did. It was Disney coming out and saying, you know what, we are going to actively campaign against this bill. Now, what would they use to actively campaign against the bill? 
all of their tax breaks. It's the same exact thing that happens with Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood gets $600 million per year of taxpayer money to slaughter the unborn and then uses that money to lobby Congress to get more money, uses that money to put out commercials, uses that money for political activism. So if you were to ask Jenna Ellis this, if we were to take their money away, would that be revenge? Jenna Ellis, alleged Christian, would that be revenge then, Jenna? No, what you do, you know what? They want to enter into the political fray. They welcome to the political fray. When you are living at the behest of politicians and you wanna go and poke the bear of politicians, then go right ahead. But And you have free speech to do. And by the way, Disney, can continue to talk right now if they want to go ahead and talk nope they're not in court for not talking they're not they're, i mean they're not in court for talking they're not they're not being arrested for talking they're losing they are losing their special privileges because they vowed to use the money from those special privileges to lobby for extreme leftist values of lopping off penises and breasts of extreme leftist values of demonstrating how to put a condom on a cucumber in front of a in front of a of an elementary school student that's what that's what they're suffering for jenna ellis got nothing to do with free speech but she's just like the rest of of those harem eunuchs in that picture with christina freeland nobody stands up to these people it's time to stand up. You don't put masks on. You don't sit there and nod your head when there's a male swimmer in, this, in the pool with a bunch of female swimmers. You don't nod your head and act like you're loving as a Christian. Would it be vengeance, Jenna Ellis, if we, if we sued to get all transgenders removed from, from uh, female athletics? Would it be revenge then or correct politics? And that's the thing. And she's just, she's just a simply another Bush Republican, simply another Bush Republican. Now, so here's Christina Freeland. Remember, she's standing up for democracy. Play it for me. So you're confirming that accounts have been frozen, both personal and corporate, but you're not releasing the information. And the actual follow-up is, um, I'm just wondering whether the bank accounts will be targeted of individuals who donated to the Give, Send, Go and the GoFundMe campaigns. Are they considered designated people under the Emergencies Act, meaning that their credit cards could be cut and financial services are targeting them as well? Okay, so the names of both individuals and entities, as well as crypto wallets, have been shared by the RCMP with financial institutions, and accounts have been frozen, and more accounts will be frozen. There's the purveyor of democracy. So if you are somebody who believes in democracy, then you're somebody who believes in freezing private citizens' bank accounts because they sent money to the freedom convoy. That's a purveyor of democracy. If you slaughter the unborn, if you believe in censorship, if you believe in locking people out of their own bank accounts, if you believe in forced masking, forced vaccinations, and showing your papers, like Hillary Clinton, like Barack Obama, like Christia Freeland, like Justin Trudeau, like Joe Biden, like Kamala Harris, like Emmanuel Macron, like Boris Johnson, like Scott Morrison, all of these who are all World Economic Forum actors, then you are a purveyor of democracy. If you dare attack their values, then you're attacking democracy. You see how you play the game? That's, that's the game that they play. All right, focusing on Ukraine, Ian Miles Chong tweet, cringe. So here you have Voldemar Zelensky posing for a photo. You know, and I, I've got a warrior in the room. I have a, a Marine, Will, who's running this. When you see the slides change, it's Will, a, a Marine who fought overseas, fought in the Middle East. And I'm just wondering, I haven't seen wars like this. 
I'm just curious. I don't know if we will. I don't know. Will they take pictures of you like that in warfare? I'm just curious. We have several other warriors at our church. I'll have to ask them. You know, I, I never, I never recognize in World War II or, you know, the Gulf War, any war you want to name. I'm just curious. I've never seen a war, quote unquote, war like this. I've never seen it. I mean, here we have cringe factor to the 99th, to the 99th degree right here. I mean, what is going on right here? Well, how can he have time for this? You got the carefully set up sandbags on the, you know, with doing this on the stairs. I'm just curious about what war is really happening. Are people being killed over there? Of course they are. I'm not belittling any of that. I'm here for the innocents. Tim, my ministry has sent thousands of dollars over to the Ukraine to support the innocents. But Voldemar Zelensky is not an innocent. Voldemar Zelensky is a billionaire, at minimum, a multimillionaire himself. How did that happen? Nobody knows, but he's a billionaire. And somehow or another, and he, again, shut down all political opposition and all, and all oppo media. But somehow, again, he is, I guess, Justin Trudeau's version of a Democratic politician. Go to the next one for me. Richard Tiffin tweet. And before the war, Zelensky refused an offer for peace. Russia required three things. Water in Crimea, they were cut off. No water, was, no water was destroying the economy there, which was cut off by, by Ukraine. Minsk II uh, imposed peace for the people of Donbass within Ukraine, but greater autonomy, Ukraine to remain neutral, no, no, uh, no NATO. And of course, Zelensky turned it all down. You know, you've got to have, you've got to go, as Alex Jones says, from crisis to crisis to crisis. Otherwise, you can't cover up for the previous crises atrocities which is what's happening with the vaccines which i'll get to in just a minute wittgenstein video Zelensky's statements is from a rush the russian ambassador Zelensky's statements influenced by what he drinks and smokes play it for me president Zelensky said that uh, russia plans to use tactical nuclear weapons he says many things and depends 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 on what he drinks or what he or, or what he smokes he says many things he says many things. It depends on what he drinks or smokes. Could this be true? Well, here's the thing. The Daily Rabbit video. Video emerges of drunk and possibly drug Zelensky in his office today. Play it for me. So there you go. And there, there he is. The, that's the left's hero, as, as Nancy Pelosi said, the second coming of St. Patrick. Here's another video. Look what's on his desk. Play it for me. After the war, you're very welcome. I invite you. Yes. Yeah, so. Sounds good. Well, I look, I look forward You know, who knows the validity of these videos? It's hard to tell, but it's definitely not good. I never saw that happen with anybody else. And then, of course, you have the Russian ambassador saying he says all sorts of things. It depends on what he eats and drinks. Oh, Tom, he eats and drinks. Oh, Tom, you're, you're on the side of the Russian. I'm on the side of neither one. I'm on, I'm on the side of the innocent civilians on both sides of, the, of this war that are being victimized by the World Economic Forum. This is all just a mass cover-up to cover up the atrocities that are going to come out because of COVID. We've prayed that they're coming out, that they would come out, and they are coming out. Scotty tweet, 
Here it is. This is the strangest war in history. The fact that Boris Johnson wore a stab vest in Merseyside, that's in his own country, but went, he wore a stab vest in his own country. He's that scared in his own country because they have open borders, but went for a Navy suit in war torn out Ukraine is quite, quite frankly, hilarious. Can you get the pick for me? There you go. There in his own country is top in his own and in, in Ukraine is the bottom. This shows you there's something very odd about the quote unquote war in Ukraine. You want to talk about odd. This is very odd. This is a Jack Posobiec video with, with the alleged liberal Malcolm Nance Ukrainian warrior. He's out there fighting for Ukraine. Very strange video. Play it for me. Ukraine's unique territory. Is that going down? No but I've never seen a fast mover. Where'd it go? Yeah, I heard one boom. Are we in an air raid? Yes. Yeah, we are. We had the air raid. So there's another coming. Wait, there'll be three. Stand by. If it was fired from a ship, we're getting hit. That's a 500 pound bomb. Let's get the body on. That's it's coming from the east, southeast. So those are caliber any ship missiles. They're striking to the west. Striking to the west, that's two. What we should get at least plane? one more. That wasn't a plane, it was a cruise missile. That was a cruise missile. Yeah. Wait for one more, they're fired in yeah, 30 second intervals. They fire them in 30 second intervals. Smoke. There we go. Stand by. Three, cruise missile, caliber. Look. Stand by. Five. Six, eight, nine, oh, ten, here. eleven, yeah, there twelve, it is. There's 13, the smoke. thirteen. There's the smoke. Here. That's three. So three cruise missiles. Yeah. Stand by. Stand by four. Four. They're f Let's see him. There he is. There he is. There he is. You can bring it back to me. So this is the strangest war I've ever seen. They're basically out there. And appear, remember, they're in war-torn Ukraine. War-torn Ukraine. They're out, out there. And it looks like they're, like they're bird-watching. And then when they notice that they're allegedly there's missiles flying overhead, then they say, you know, we better put our body armor on. Allegedly, they're in the middle of a war. Here he is again. Here's the galactic idiot. Play it for me. And I am here to help this country fight, you know, what essentially is a war uh, of of its of ex extermination. So is he fighting uh, for? He also, I should note, was one of the big. Is he fighting for a fascist? I'm sorry. Is he fighting for a fascist dictator, or is he fighting uh, for con you know for communism? Right. I mean, wh who whose side is That's he? That's good. So there you go, General Flynn responding, and it's a good question. Who's he fighting for? A fascist dictator, which of course he was criticized for by the left. Why Why would you criticize it? Who is he fighting for? He's fighting for Ukraine. The leader of Ukraine is a fascist dictator who has a Nazi element in his own army as a Jewish man. That's who Voldemar Zelensky is. And Malcolm Nance, you can put that up side by side, Will, is simply a fraud. He's sitting there with his army outfit on. Do you really think he's laying ra uh, rounds downrange? You really think he's firing rounds ever at Russia? It's amazing. The audacity of the left 
to proffer a man like Malcolm Nance as some sort of freedom fighter is truly unbelievable. Don't buy into any of this garbage coming out of Ukraine. It is not. Listen, there are innocent people being killed by both sides. Ukraine is known for killing their own people. Their own people have come out and said they're being used as human shields. They're not being allowed to leave and flee gunfire and artillery attacks because the Ukrainian soldiers are keeping them there as human shields. That is happening. That's an atrocity. Ukraine's committing atrocities. Russia is committing atrocities. The leader of Russia, Vladimir Putin, is a World Economic Forum actor, and so is Volodymyr Zelensky. It wouldn't, be, wouldn't surprise me at all if they're on the phone with one another at night. And here's an interesting clip right here. I just I put these in here for a reason. I want you to see something. This is townhall.com. A smug Nicole Wallace accuses governors Ron DeSantis and Glenn Yonkin of dehuman, dehumanization and compares them to Russians. Remember, this covers everything for them. All you got to do is constantly deflect back to Ukraine whenever you're a leftist loser and you're losing on all time. Netflix down 37%. Uh, Disney has lost billions of dollars. Barack Obama's podcast has been canceled. You are Exxon is taking down LGBT flags and not allowing them to be hung anymore. You're losing the battle. So you deflect to something that you believe that nobody can attack. Nobody can attack. Nobody can attack the character of Ukraine. Nobody can attack the character of the freedom fighter of Voldemar Zelensky. Nobody can attack. That's what they do is they deflect to that all the time. That is a constant tactic of the left is to put something out there where they feel like you can't say anything against it. That's why you simply speak out against what they're saying. But here she is falsely attacking Ron DeSantis. Play it for me. And I worry that in covering... Glenn Youngkin and his politics of parental choice, all the focus was on how well it worked. And even in our conversations about DeSantis, it's about how well they're serving him. The, the, the truth is dehumanization as a tactic for politics is from war. Dehumanization is a, it's a, it's a tactic, it's being used right now. The Russians get their soldiers to rape children by dehumanizing them. Dehumanization as a practice is a tactic of war. It's being deployed I mean, in... I, I want to see I want to see the news accounts of Russian soldiers raping children in Ukraine. I just want to see it. I'm, am I saying that it's impossible that could have happened? No, I'm not saying anything like that. But I would love to see any sort of proof from Nicole Wallace. Now, who is Nicole Wallace? By the way, she's the former spokesperson for George W. Bush. And that's where she's at right now. So she's a, remember this, because I want you to know, George W. Bush and all of the Bushes and all of the Jenna Ellis's of the world, all, all, all of the Mitch McConnell's and the Mitt Romney's and the bourgeois elitist establishment Republicans, they are nothing more than Democrats. You're like, no, because, you know, they come out and they say pro-life things. That's They say pro-life things, but notice they never legislate pro-life things. Well, they say, they say pro-conservative economic things, but notice they never legislate pro-conservative economic things. Well, they get conservative justices on the Supreme Court. Really? Kavanaugh? He's conservative? Amy Comey, Coney Barrett is conservative? John Roberts is conservative? And by the way, I know Trump. I know Trump was two out of three of those. I know, and I, believe me, he he was not smart in putting those people on the court at all. He just put people on that he knew could get confirmed, which is how you lose, by the way. But she is a former Bush spokesperson now on M MSNBC, running liberal tripe. Speaking of another Bush acolyte, play the next one for me. Did it over the Easter holidays, 
And the Easter holidays, the entire message of the Gospels of the Easter holidays was love one another. And I've said this before, and I'll say it again. If Jesus Christ was alive today, he would be called a groomer. He would be called woke and he would be called a socialist if he was alive today. If he was speaking the message he spoke in the Gospels today about treating everybody with dignity, Jesus Christ hung around with prostitutes and tax collectors. He was nailed to a cross because he spoke on behalf of the most marginalized people in the Middle East. And the idea that certain segment of our population has tried to capture the faith and corrupt a message that I may have been a follower of since I was baptized and went, was confirmed and served on the altar in the course of this is something I think all of us, it's not just people of faith, but all of us. Now, again, that is, for, that is Matthew Dowd. Quote, he is, he, is chief, he is a chief Bush Cheney advisor. If Jesus Christ was alive today, he would call, be called a groomer. So Jesus Christ was sitting there talking about gender equity and sex education with kids. He, he was putting out critical race theory to kids. He was modeling how to put uh, condoms on cucumbers to kids. He was telling kids to lop off their genitals without their parental permission. Now notice the reason why I put that on there was of course for the affect of it, but this is Matthew Dowd. He was a chief Bush Cheney advisor. So when you see Liz Cheney, Dick Cheney, when, when, when you see uh, uh, Bill Barr and all the Bush acolytes come out, understand what they are, you see this, you see that you're like, well, they, they say conservative things. That's all just to create the necessary tension so that everybody has a job. They say some conservative things and then they, and they say some anti-left things, but really all of them are in, t- in this together. Schumer and McConnell are in this together. They create an active tension, a useful tension so that people continue to vote them in so that they can personally enrich themselves and they can personally empower themselves. That's what it's all about. Understand that. So when you see a Bush acolyte like the two that I just showed, Nicole Wallace and Matthew Dowd who called Jesus a groomer, these are Bush Cheney Republican people. The worst, our worst enemies are not the Democrats. Our worst enemies are Republicans. You know that most of the lawsuits that were attempted and the legislation that was attempted to take the fraud out of our elections was stopped by Republicans inside the states. Everybody like Jenna Ellis is afraid to be considered some sort of zealot, is afraid to be called an extremist. You know what? What's right is right. If people call it extreme, then they can call it extreme. Right is right and wrong is wrong. If they want to call it extreme, they can call it extreme. Here's an interesting video from Benny. Who is running the country because it sure isn't Joe Biden? Play it for me. Decides if the president goes to Ukraine or not. In what way? He had said when he was in Poland that he expressed interest in going to Ukraine, but they wouldn't let me. So I'm wondering who... I'm not going to get into private considerations internally on that front. What president ever says, I want to go somewhere and they wouldn't let me? Think about that. What, what president have you ever heard say that? And if you see Joe Biden wander around, it's absolutely no shock that he talks like that. Most of us have already heard him say that on numerous occasions. I want to stay, but they, I'll get in trouble. They won't let me. I want to go to Ukraine, but they won't let me. 
You know, I mean, what kind of presidency do we have? And again, I say this as I do every single podcast. The only reason why we have Joe Biden as president is because of the absolute fraudulent response to COVID-19 and all the capitulation of the church, of the Christians and of the conservatives to that fraudulent response, because I don't want to be called a zealot. I don't want to be called an extremist. I'll just go ahead and cooperate and everybody will accept me and love me. Why do you, I mean, Paul wrote, you know, Paul said this, for do I now persuade men or God? Or do I seek to please men? For if I still pleased men, I would not be a bondservant of Christ. You do what's Galatians 1.10. You do what you're supposed to do. You know that a mask is a fraud. You don't put it on for your family's Thanksgiving so that your family feels like you're there for them. You tell them all to shove that thing right up their own caboose. That's what you do. Let's move on from this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, tie, I'm gonna tie this Ukraine thing with the food problem that we have. Rage Against the Vaccine, PM Trudeau, play it for me. We have to recognize that uh, Vladimir Putin and his cronies, the uh, Kremlin and those who support the Kremlin are responsible for war crimes, for a destabilization of the international rules-based order, are directly responsible not just for atrocities committed in Ukraine, but for a spike in energy prices around the world that is going to hurt families here in Canada and even more in the global south. Vladimir Putin is responsible for uh, a food crisis that is going to lead to higher prices for everyone and shortages and even famine for some. So he calls it a Putin food crisis. Is it, is it really a Putin food crisis? Again, why do we have a food crisis? Well, I mean, why exactly do we have a food pri- crisis? Let's look at some ideas. Play it for me. CF Industries, a fertilizer supplier, has announced huge delivery issues with railroads. And that's going to cause some more shortages in the farming industry. So who's a major investor in CF Industries? Well, it's Bill Gates. And who's a major investor in the railroads? Well, once again, Bill Gates. And who's one of the largest farm owners in the United States, Bill Gates. Do you see something coming? The man who wants you to eat synthetic meat and plant-based foods, do you think he's putting the crunch on farmers? Because that's what I think. Like if you agree with me. But see, all you have to do is deflect to the Ukraine. It's, it's Putin that did it. Really, Putin did it? We, I mean, how, how, did, how did Putin do it? And again, you're Tom, you're a defender of Putin. Absolutely not. So he's, he's a World Economic Forum actor. He's a war, World Economic Forum young global leader. That's who Vladimir Putin is. But you look at this. CF Industries, a major fertilizing outfit, is unable right now to use trains, to use trains, mainly lots and lots of trains, to transport fertilizer throughout the country. Now the trains won't take the fertilizer. <coughs> CF Industries can't get trains to cooperate. CF Industries is majorly invested in by by Bill Gates. The trains who carry the fertilizer are majorly invested in by Bill Gates. And the largest single private farmland owner in America is Bill Gates. And I just want to say this to all the conservatives who see this, but then take their vaccine. 
I'm just, I absolutely marvel at when you see things like this, you see all of the garbage, and then you take these people's vaccine. Now, here's what Bill Gates wants. Put the Kentucky Fried Chicken picture up for me. Look at that stuff. It, it looks like, I blotted out the bad word, this looks, this bleep, looks like fried erasers. That's plant-based non-chicken. That's what Bill Gates wants everybody to eat. And once again, have you ever seen Bill Gates' body? Why on earth would anybody want to look like a man who has moops? Why would anybody want to look like Bill Gates? I mean, you have to always ask yourself that question. If you're going to take dietary advice from anybody, you might want to look. You might want to, you might want to look the way that they look. All right, go, let's go to the next one. Uh, Jason Rantz tweet. Why are so many processing plants, warehouses, catching and warehouses catching fire all of a sudden? And as I was sitting in the studio getting ready for a report, a plane crashed at a General Mills food facility in Georgia. I discussed the issue on Tucker Carlson. Got the secret squirrel video ready? Play it for me. On the scene right now. This is the second time in a week that something like this has happened. On April 14th, the plane crashed into the Gem State Processing in East Idaho. What's going on here? Well, the story gets weirder. Food processing plants all over the country seem to be catching fire. A couple of days ago, a fire destroyed the headquarters of Azure Standard, one of the largest organic food distributors in the country. At the end of last month, a fire severely damaged a fresh onion packing facility in South Texas. In Oregon, a potato chip processing plant to support a boiler explosion that sent workers to the hospital. Here's a news report on that. Eastern Oregon, where crews are battling a major fire at a potato chip processing plant. Air 12 flew over the scene at Shearer's Foods on Highway 207 in Hermiston. We're told the fire was caused by an explosion of a portable boiler there. Two people were taken to the hospital. So industrial accidents happen, of course, but this is a lot of industrial accidents at food processing facilities at the same time the president's warning us about food shortages. They're getting hit by planes and catching fire. What is going on here exactly? Jason Rance hosts a radio show in Seattle and joins us to put it into perspective. Jason, good to see you. Good to see you. Yeah, obviously, when something happens every so often, you obviously hope that there's no significant damage and certainly no one gets hurt. But you kind of write it off. It's not that big of a deal. Accidents happen. But when you've got well over a dozen food processing plants and warehouses getting destroyed or seriously damaged over just the last few weeks at a time when the food supply is already vulnerable, it's obviously suspicious and it could lead to serious food shortages. That's why some folks are now wondering, well, number one, what's going on? And you've got some people speculating that this might be an intentional way to disrupt the food supply. Wait, so may I ask you to pause there really quick? Point? Can I ask you, I just want to nail this down so our, our viewers understand. There have been confirmed over a dozen disabling accidents at food plants in the last month over a dozen so over the last month over the last month there's been over tw- over 12 over 12 fires a, a plane crashes into a food processing plant fires explosions at food processing plants trains are refusing for some unknown reasons trains financially somewhat controlled by bill gates are refusing to transport fertilizer and our fruit processing plants, just like athletes dying around the globe at exponential rates, our food processing plants are going through a Holocaust in and of themselves. But it's the Putin food crisis. You see how they're working? See, it's all about leverage. It's all about leverage. It's all about get using leverage against you. 
to take the mark of the beast. It will get to that place that he causes all both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead and that no one may buy, buy or sell except one who has the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. You can't buy, sell, trade or travel in the European Union, Australia, Canada, New York City or Israel without your vaccine QR coded mark of the beast on your phone. And it's not the actual mark of the beast yet because it's not on your forehead or on your right hand. But that's what it's all about is using leverage to get you to comply. That's what they do. You can't work anymore. All, all of these politicians right now saying that, you know what? You getting the vaccination was your own choice. How was it your choice when they said, get the, vac- get the vaccine or be fired? How was that your choice? By the way, I'd be fired. But how was that a choice? See, it's all about leverage. Controlling the food supply is all about getting you to go to them for food. That's what it's all about. You, it's just like the vaccine passport. Now you have to go get the vaccine passport so that you can have a job. You have to go to them for a job. And by the way, let's go back to this. Bill, Bill Gates wants us to eat his diet. Put it up there for me, Aaron. Bill Gates wants us to eat his plant-based diet. Why on earth would we ever eat anything that's espoused by somebody who looks like that? I don't, I don't understand it. But again, what amazes me is you see this and you see what's happening and you, and, and all of the right wingers, they're the ones who bother me the most, just like the Jenna Ellis's of the world. And you know, they, they you sit there and they, they can't stand what the left is doing, but then the left puts out a vaccine and they all line up to take it. Truly amazing to me. 220 million Americans are double vax and a hundred million more and a hundred million are full are boosted also it's unbelievable to me and many of those republicans and they see these insidious events they see what's going on and they then they know the left they know the left wants to indoctrinate their children into sexual perversion but then takes the left's vaccinations truly amazing me speaking speaking of perversion this is a much must watch by donald trump donald trump jr put this out on twitter twitter matt walsh play it for me well, that's got nothing to do with the realities. You can feel however you want. I mean, I could sit here and say that I feel like a tomato plant, but that doesn't mean I'm actually in those things. So your, your self-perception, you can have whatever self-perception you want, but you can't expect me to take part in that self-perception or to take part in this kind of charade, this theatrical production. You don't get your own pronouns, just like you don't get your own prepositions or your own, your own adjectives. You know, it's like if I were to tell you, my adjectives are handsome and brilliant. And no matter whatever you're talking about me, you have to describe me as handsome and brilliant because that's how I identify. Makes no sense. You don't get your own pronouns. I think it's, it's delusion. It can be a mental illness. It can be a, it's, it's a lot of different things. With, with children, wow. you know, there, there's also just a basic confusion that all kids have. When a four-year-old boy comes to you and says, oh, I'm a girl, here's a good follow-up question. What is a girl? Mm-hmm. That's a question I would like to throw out to you know, other members of the panel. Actually, because just like the four-year-old can't answer what is a girl, well, this is one of the problems with this left-wing gender ideology is that no one who espouses it can even tell you what these words mean. It's like, what is a woman? Well, can you tell me what a woman is? No, I can't. What do you define a woman as? An adult human female. You know, here's the thing. When you're, when you're a female, it goes right down to your bones, your DNA. So that's why if someone dies, okay. we could dig up their bones a hundred years from now. We have no idea what they believed in their head, but we can tell what sex they were because it's in, it's down in, it's, it's ingrained in every fiber of their being. I have answered the question. 
You stood up here and said trans women are women. Yes. Tell me what you mean. What is a woman? Womanhood is something that, just as Ethan explained, I cannot define because I am not but myself. But you used the well, word. Well, so what did you mean when you said trans women are women if you don't know what it means? Right. So here's the thing. So I do not define what a woman is because I do not identify as a woman. Womanhood is something that is an umbrella term. It includes people that who... That describes what? People who identify as a woman. Identify as what? As a woman. What is that? What's to each their own. But listen, you won't listen, even tell me what the word reduce, means, though. So you that's the problem. You want to reduce women, you want to reduce men, down to maybe just their genetics, our genitals, no. our chromosomes, right? That's what you're what saying. You want to do is that's a, what you, what you want to do is appropriate women. You want to appropriate womanhood okay. and turn it into basically a costume that could be worn. Tell me how the transgender activists made any sense whatsoever. Define what a woman is. He can't, but then identifies himself as a trans woman. But he can't identify what a woman is. Understand that this is deeply demonic. You, you are not being Christ-like if you accommodate this in any way, shape, or form. You, well, we need to understand these people. No, we don't. It's exactly the opposite. Matt Schlapp made that mistake out of CPAC. We need to, we need to, we need to understand these people. No, we don't. There's no understanding absolute lunacy. There's no understanding people who are degenerates. There's no understanding people who are demonic. It is an absolute demonic argument. You heard it, it was nonsensical to the core. Again, though, we are winning. Bernard B. Carrick tweet, Exxon is banning the LGBTQ rights flag from being flown outside their Houston corporate office during Pride Month in June. Why would Exxon do that? A notoriously leftist company. Why are they doing that? Because they're afraid. They're afraid of people like Ron DeSantis, Jenna Ellis. They're afraid of it. And they should be. We should be fighting like it's a street fight instead of bringing knives to gunfights. That's what the Republicans have been doing day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, decade after decade, and losing one battle after another because they want to go by rules that the left doesn't recognize. They're sitting there going by rules that the left doesn't even remotely ad adhere to at all. So what's the point of adhering to them? You need, it's a dog fight. You need to get in there and fight like a dog. Exxon is doing this because you know what? They do not, whatever governor it is of that state, they're scared. And that's exactly what the left needs to be. No, we need to be loving. no. You don't sit there and listen, you need to love all people and want them to get saved, but you don't love, you don't love what they do. You don't accommodate and tolerate what they do. That is not loving. They're living bold faced lies. The LGBTQ flag is a bold faced lie. And those who live that lifestyle are going to go to hell and for Christians to act like it, like in any way, shape or form that it's okay Understand that you are preaching heresy, accommodating them. Gay people feel comfortable in our church. Your gay people should not feel comfortable in your church. They should feel loved in your church. Love would be to preach the word instantly, in season, out of season, reproving, rebuking, exhorting with all long suffering and doctrine, telling them what Galatians 5, 19 through 21 says, that a homosexual will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. That is loving for those people.
And that's what you're supposed to do as Christians. So go to the next one for me. Christopher Rufo tweet. Disney, switching to Disney now. Disney has lost $41 billion in shareholder value since the release of internal videos exposed. It's not Ron DeSantis, Jenna Ellis, exposing the company's plan to inject gender ideology into its children's programming. Conservatives are learning how to fight against woke capital. And again, we will win. $41 billion in the hole. Go to the next one for me. Now, this is what Disney espouses. Jenna Ellis and everybody else, and there's many people in the National Review, many people on the right saying that Ron DeSantis is taking vengeance against Disney. Absolutely not. He's going and he's fighting trench warfare against people who advocate for this inside your five, six, seven, and eight-year-old's classroom. Play it for me. And being in elementary, the silent part is not happening, but we talked about it. My kids are going out and reading books to other classrooms and things like that. What I really want to focus on is the silence. The silence is meant to be uncomfortable for allies. It is a protest. And especially this year, it's really hitting me because the silence around, once again, trans rights is deafening because these bills that are passing about so-called protection for kids is not about protection at all. It's all about policing people's bodies. Thing our politicians really enjoy doing because socially transitioning, medically transitioning are two very different things. We are being criminalized for just existing and very few people are speaking up. Seeing parents have to fight back. Follow in, those are inside the classroom videos. That's what Ron DeSantis was fighting against. Why on earth in the classroom do you have people espousing anything about gender or sexuality at all? What does that have to do with reading, writing, arithmetic in, in history? What does that have to do with anything that you're supposed to be learning in school? Absolutely nothing. Here's a parent standing up. Another inside the classroom video. Play it for me. Dear board members and Superintendent Ikchin, as you're aware, I'm sure a packet of district emails was released to a GUSD parent on the basis of a public records request for all communications matching certain keywords such as CRT, LGBTQ, or queer, for example. What was discovered in this initial release was appalling and needs to be addressed ASAP by all levels of district leadership. For those of you who haven't seen these documents circling on social, circulating on social media, I'll recap for you. On an email dated June 7, 2021, from Mrs. Tammy Tiber, a third grade teacher at Jefferson Elementary, to Sally Miles and Craig Lewis from District's Teaching and Learning Department, Mrs. Tiber says, Good morning, Sally and Craig. As you know, I teach third grade. Today I talked to my class about LGBTQ Pride Month and played two short videos from YouTube that were geared toward kids. A parent who heard the lesson and discussion made her daughter leave the Zoom and texted me asking when I was done discussing sexual orientation so that she can let her kids back onto Zoom. I was planning on doing more lessons tomorrow and Wednesday, but now I'm afraid to. 
Here are the videos and lessons I was going to do with my class. Of the YouTube video link she listed, here's an excerpt from one that she played for her eight-year-old students where an MTV host asks children questions about being gay and transgender. She says, Jodie Foster is a woman and she made me question my own sexuality when I was a child because I liked her so much. And she was nude in the film Nell and sarcastically says, not that I remember watching it several times as a child with a wink. During remote learning last year, a parent heard what was being shown and taught to her eight-year-old child on Zoom, immediately turned off the computer and contacted the teacher, which resulted in the worried email Ms. Tiber sent to district personnel. Exactly 21 minutes later, after sending the email, Mrs. Tiber received a response from Mr. Craig Lewis, part of district staff, that said, do not be concerned or afraid. Your principal should support you, as I know that our district, include, including Vivian, does, end quote. This district staffer goes even further and gives more media recommendations to the teacher, but says to steer clear of content that says sexual or coming out, since it may raise red flags. In other words, coaching this teacher on proven methods to push her agenda, but to stay under the radar. Immediately after the release of this email chain, the parents at Jefferson Elementary who have, have or have had Ms. Tiber as their child's teacher reached out to the principal and demanded answers. Why is gender and sexuality issues being taught to eight-year-olds to begin with? With the tremendous loss of learning our children experienced the past two years. So LGBTQ using MTV videos where nudity is discussed is taught at that Glendale school district, Glendale, Arizona, I believe, school district. And the parents asking, why is that happening? Eight-year-olds, third graders are watching an MTV video where I guess celebrities are talking about sexuality, talking about nudity, talking about LGBTQ. Why is that happening inside of schools? And again, I say this, this is what Ron DeSantis is fighting against. Ron DeSantis is taking away Disney's autonomy, taking away Disney's special tax district where they don't have to pay billions of dollars in taxes because Disney is going to use those taxpayer dollars, those taxpayer exempted dollars to fight for teachers being able to show these videos inside of classrooms to eight-year-olds. This is what Ron DeSantis is taking away their ability to do. They don't have to pay taxes so they can spend all of their money going in and lobbying so that LGBTQ activist teachers can teach eight-year-olds about sexuality. That is why Disney has lost their special exemptions. Ron DeSantis answers the questions. Play it for me. The governor of Florida. Governor, thanks so much for coming on tonight. So I can't tell whether you're a racist, a communist, a fascist for wanting a big publicly held corporation to pay its taxes. How would you describe yourself? Well, it's interesting, Tucker, not only pay taxes. I mean, this company had a deal unlike any company or any individual in all of the state of Florida and probably anywhere in the United States. They were self-governing. They had extraordinary powers. They could build nuclear power plants. They didn't have to go through permitting processes, obviously a lot of tax benefits. And so that's just inappropriate. And it's certainly inappropriate when you look, as you, I think, did a great job pointing out, they pledged themselves to mobilize their considerable corporate resources out of the coffers of this Burbank, California-based corporation to overturn the rights of parents in the state of Florida and effectively commandeer our democratic process. And so that obviously is something that, that we very much objected to. And then you also have those videos that you showed where you have all these higher-ups in Disney talking about 
how it was their intent to inject sexuality in the programming that goes to young kids. I got a five-year-old, a four-year-old, and a two-year-old at home, Tucker. I want them to be able to watch cartoons without having this stuff jammed down their throats. And so uh, it was appropriate to have done this originally, the three years ago, whatever, but it's certainly appropriate uh, to make them live under the same laws as everybody else in the state of Florida. Well, yes, yeah, and it's... Exactly. If they're going to enter into the political fray and they're going to use their tax-exempted dollars to go and try to legislate, then they can lose their tax-exempted status. That's exactly what's happening. It's not vengeance. It's not has nothing to do with their free speech whatsoever. It's politics. They wanted politics. They got politics. You want the simple answers to the whole transgender argument? Here it is. Play it for me. This and tell me. You have to tell me the name of it. The foot. And, 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 okay. The foot. The ancient Romans were the first to make light and death shoes. Before huh? that, shoes to be worn on either foot. Isn't that silly? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, what is this right here? The pelvis. It's the only bone in the body that's gender specific, which means it's different in boys and girls. Is it? Yes. The pelvis is job to protect the organs used for digesting and reproduction. Which means throwing babies. Life is very simple. Just like Matt Walsh said, somebody dies, you can dig them up a hundred years later and tell from the pelvis whether they're a male or a female. Life is very simple. Vaccines. Wondering what the base of it all is? This is a mischief video. Corruption at the highest levels. Play it for me. America's top oil mogul ordered his army of propagandists to invert reality accordingly. Medicines used for thousands of years were suddenly classified as alternative. While the new, petroleum-based, highly addictive, and patentable drugs were declared the gold standard. After buying a German pharmaceutical company that manufactured chemicals of war for Adolf Hitler, Rockefeller leveraged his political influence by pressing Congress to declare natural healing modalities unscientific quackery. Rockefeller then took control of the American Medical Association and began offering massive grants to top medical schools under the mandate that only his approved curriculum be taught. Any mention of the healing powers of herbs, plants, and diet was erased from most medical textbooks. Doctors and professors who objected to Rockefeller's plan were crucified by the media, removed from the AMA, and stripped of their license to teach and practice medicine. Those who dared to speak out were arrested and jailed. When evidence began to emerge that petroleum-based medicines were causing cancer, Mr. Rockefeller founded the American Cancer Society, through which he suppressed that information. John D. Rockefeller is duly credited as the founder of the pharmaceutical industry, and the reason that medical error is currently the third leading cause of death in America. This is not an indictment against doctors. More than anyone, they are under the stranglehold of the single largest lobbying power in Washington. Every year, the pharmaceutical industry spends at least twice the amount as big oil to influence laws, policies, and public perception. Thanks to Mr. Rockefeller, the architect of American monopolies, no industry has more power over our lives than Big Pharma. Just like Anthony Fauci, 
Rockefeller created, basically created cancer and then created the American Cancer Society. Just like Anthony Fauci and Bill Gates created COVID-19 and the Wuhan Institute of Virology and then created the virus and then created the alleged solution to the virus, which is the vaccine. Don't buy in to anything that any of these people are saying. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Stand in the truth. Love you all. Back here Tuesday night. Lots of other churches are closing. They're done. And I'm talking about even churches that were small mitigators. You know what? You come in, we're, we're keeping our church open, but make sure everybody sits six feet apart. Make sure that you've got alcohol gel on. You can mask if you want. You can do what you just feel comfortable. Bring your own lawn chair. Sit in your COVID clumps, but we're actually open. It's absolute insanity. We are never going to be involved in any of that garbage ever. The thing is, we're never going to close. We never will. That's the way that it is. I don't care who the governor is of Florida. I don't care who the president is of the United States. The Constitution says we have freedom of religion, freedom to assemble, and we will stand. We will stand. Period. Always. We will stand. We will not. And this is what happens when you do stand and you implement the Word of God. seed into the southern outpost of freedom. There is no other church like this one. Thank you, Lord, and thank you, Lord, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Praise you, Lord, for this building in Jesus' mighty name. Check out our new TLP trucker hat. When you give $25 or more to the podcast, we will ship one out to you. Thank you for investing in the program, and we look forward to you tuning in next time. Hey, I'm Aaron Yeager, producer of the Tom Lively Podcast. If you can't get enough of the show, you can always tune in and watch us live on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We also go live every Saturday night at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is also on the Christian Television Network. You can always watch live at TomLightBlee.com, which is our preferred platform, or on Rumble, Facebook, and YouTube. If you miss a live broadcast, you can always go back and watch on Rumble or TomLightBlee.com. It's also available as an audio-only show on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Thank you so much for your continued support and for tuning in.